Welcome back to the Cowboy Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Sharp, joined by co-host Chad Waldron. Hey, Justin. Good to be here again. And today's special guest, former Northlake FFA member, joining us from the University of Utah, Ella Pearson. Uh, no. What? Did you did you just catch the, what he just said? What did I say? The University <laughs> of Utah? Is that what it is? No. That's what it said no, in the outline. Okay, redo. What is it? <laughs> okay. Boy, that is bad. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> all right, Utah University. Utah State University. Utah State University. Yes. I'm almost positive in the outline there. It said, uni- oh, you no, know, I'm almost positive it said University of Utah in the outline. My bad. But, okay, so Ella Pearson, former Northlake FFA member, joining us from Utah University. Utah, Utah State, State University. University. <laughs> USU. USU. Okay. So, Ella, with that, let's get into your interview. If you want to go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, before you start, I'm, I am extremely offended as a Utah State University alumni. That is offensive to me. Well, to you and the listeners, I'm sorry if you were offended. Um, I, I deeply regret that statement, though. Anyway, Ella, if you want to introduce yourself to start us off. Um, I'm Ella Pearson, and I am a 2020 twenty. Yeah, 2020 graduate of Northlake uh, School, and I decided to go to a different state for college because I felt like it was what I needed to do. And it's beautiful. It's mountainous. I feel at home. It's everything I could have dreamed in. My education is amazing. Can I say being taught how to actually process formulas and math is amazing. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I'll cut this next part out. If Mr. Brown listens, then he might get a little offended by that. But Oh, come on. We'll, it would we'll, great. Oh, no. We'll leave it in there and see if he notices. But anyway, um, so just to start off, we're going to get to why you chose to go to school out of state and all that in a little bit. But what is life in Utah like with COVID-19 compared to Oregon? Because Oregon, we're opening up now, but it was pretty locked down there for a while right when you left. So when I first got here, I could go into Walmart, no mask. A lot of people were wearing masks, but a bunch of the college students and just kind of ignored it, like be social distanced, but we didn't, we weren't required to wear masks. We didn't get yelled at. Now we are because COVID cases went up in Utah. You saw um, a pretty big spike, didn't they? They're in like the yeah, last just two or recently. Three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So we actually have to wear masks. Um, but it's, everything's open. Like the parks are full hiking. Everyone's hiking right now because they don't want to be inside. And it's just kind of, I don't know, like it's, it's more normal than what Oregon was when I left. You can do a lot more. You can be outside. You can be around people, um, six feet, obviously. But besides that, I don't know. Utah's pretty great it's not as restricted as Oregon yeah so one thing that I think I've kind of a trend that I've pointed out like in the news and all that is that there's kind of a disconnect between the way colleges are doing COVID regulations and lockdowns compared to what their states are so is college life any different so I would say that Utah State University um had more restrictions than what the state had so for the university on campus, you have to wear a mask if you're inside any building. If an administrative 
person, anyone higher than you, sees that you're not social distancing, you will get called out and asked to go to a safety class. Um, But, yeah, like the university itself was more restricted than the state itself. Yeah, I think that's kind of a trend. Like when we talked to Raven, that's another thing we saw. Um, and OS, or Oregon State University too. So are you actually doing in-person classes? Uh, yes. Uh, two of my classes, I go in on one day a week. I go into the class and in person. We are, There are seats that are like labeled if you can sit there or not. And then the next day or whenever the next class is, you will be on Zoom. So you're kind of assigned when you come to class and when you don't. I see. And they call it the hybrid. So it's in a way, it's like what we're doing. Yeah, because like what we're doing in high school right now is we have two days a week in person, and then the other two days a week um, we're doing about the same amount of work as we would do in school for a lot Mm -hmm. of classes, but other classes it's more of just catch up and you get a lot of work on one day and then you finish it the next day. So that sounds similar to what we're doing right here. Um, You're living in dorms right now, right? Yes, I am. Okay, so what's that like? Because I know Brianna Church in LaGrande for EOU, she has some kind of strict dorm regulations. So what's that like in Utah? So the dorm regulations right now, so we do have roommates. So I am living in a six-person apartment dorm. And... um, so all six people are in the dorm. We don't have our own private rooms like uh, EOU does, or from what I understand, uh, MSU and ISU. Um, all of them, you have your own dorm room, which I'm kind of envious about. I'm not going to lie. But I have a roommate, and then I have five, four other uh, apartment mates. And we're not allowed to have guests in our dorms for the first two weeks. And then after that, we're allowed to have guests as long as they wore a mask inside our apartment. And besides that, that's regulations. We're not really supposed to have guests, but we can potentially. Um, But yeah, and we're kind of restricted to the dorms. Like we're allowed to be on the quad and everything, but. Did you have to get tested before you moved into the dorms? Because I think Raven was saying that they either planned on or they did test everybody going into Oregon State University dorms, right, Mr. Waldron? Yep. Yeah. Uh, no, they did not. We have free testing, which I have personally utilized because I did get a cold and I tested negative. But um, we have free testing, but we were not required to go in to test. Yeah. So what- It was highly suggested. Okay, that makes sense. So what is your major then? Like, what kind of classes are you doing? So right now I am in the pre-nursing program. So I'm getting all my prerequisites out of the way. Um, So I have a uh, statistics class that's a little below what I had for pre-cal. And I also have human development and family services class. And an English class because I wasn't smart and I didn't take English 1010. Well, 101. It's 1010 here. And I am also taking biology. 
Do you have any classes from Dr. Anderson, from Andy Anderson? Do you know who that is? I don't think I do. You will eventually. <laughs> my wife. Why? My, well, I just wonder because my wife, because he's, he's part of the biology department and the medical side of it. And Janet was always talking about Dr. Anderson, Andy Anderson, and he's still working there and teaching. I think, I think Janet had a crush on him actually when she was in college. <laughs> I met, I think, you know, I met Janet at Utah State University. So, and she was going through that same program, the medical program. So one thing different on campus is we don't have Aggie, true Aggie nights. Okay, I was going to ask you because we just had a blue moon on mm -hmm. Halloween, and that does not happen very often, and that would have been a, a, heck, a heck of a true Aggie night. So you're oh, telling yes. me you're not a true Aggie? I'm not a true Aggie. They haven't opened up true Aggie anything. I think you can, like, do the true aggie tradition take a picture post it on instagram and then they have to do this whole thing on the social media website yeah. well i'm i'm sure with covid they're discouraging true aggie night but with a blue moon on halloween night ooh, i can't imagine oh they was i able know to stop. i justin's looking at us really so weird like he doesn't know what we're talking about yeah you guys are speaking a foreign language food to me what what is it what does that mean do you want to tell him? You're probably better at explaining it than I am. No, you, yeah, he wants you to explain it. <laughs> okay. So, um, I don't know what years or whatever, but it was tradition to go on top of the old main building, which was the original part of the college, and go up to the top of the clock tower, stand on top of the A, and kiss someone on a full moon. And if you did that, you were considered a true Aggie. You were part of a club. Then later, as it became less safe to do that, going on top of the roof of the tallest building at the time, they brought the uh, A fixture down. And so now uh, on the full moon there, you can stand on top of the A and there's two lines, I think. And you just go up and you kiss someone, they take a picture, and then you get a true Aggie card and it gets you special benefits or something. So both me and Janet are true Aggies, and I have no idea who the uh, – neither of us have any idea who the other person was. What? Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, so wow. you kiss a random stranger. A ran wow. Huh. Uh-huh. Interesting. Good times over there. At the That's a, huh, <laughs> That actually really surprised me in Utah. But uh, <laughs> Especially, yep, yep. Yeah. Yep, very surprising. <laughs> yeah. So I originally asked you what your major was, but do you think – with the, well, I mean, you're not doing a lot of specific nursing, nursing kind of classes right now, but do you think that it's harder or easier with your hybrid schedule compared to doing it all in person? Um, so I'm supposed to be doing it by hybrid. However, I'm going to in-person class every single day. Oh. Because there are some students who have uh, decided that they are going to just do zoom and they're not going to be around any human beings which i get I, I do get it but i do need to be in person because i started falling asleep staring at my computer I might, yeah i could yeah and so I, I asked my professors because i noticed that there wasn't the maximum amount of people in the room in the lecture halls if i could come every day oh okay and so they all agreed and so so because of the kids doing just Zoom, that means that the numbers are cut down enough that some kids can be full-time, is what you're saying? Yes. Okay, that makes sense. That actually is kind of cool. I figured 
that's actually pretty neat of the university to be flexible like that. I kind of figured they would be um, stuck on their rules. And see, I don't think it, it's like a university. Like I asked my professors if they that they were okay with it. I see. I don't know if like it's actually a policy that I can or not. Oh, I see. Um, so are there any, any, any future plans to like reopen the campus to what it was pre COVID or is it kind of just, you know, play it as it lies right now? So they're kind of flying by the seat of their pants and just kind of deciding as time goes on. So currently the plan is that, um, as of November 20, November 20th, that's going to be the last day of hybrid in-person anything. And every class is going to go on to online. Oh, like and, through Christmas? Yes. Oh, okay. So how long is that going to last for? So everyone goes online for the rest of the semester. Wow. Is that because and of the because rising case number? That is because they decided this last summer. They decided on this policy because... Uh, Utah State has so many out-of-state students, student rates, that um, if everyone's going home for Thanksgiving, they don't want them to come back. Okay, that makes sense. So they have a refund program of, like, if you're staying at the dorms, they will refund you, like, a third of your money for the dorm price because if you decide to stay home after you leave from Thanksgiving. Are you planning on coming back to Oregon for Thanksgiving? Yes, I am. So how long is it until the end of the second semester? Uh, or sorry, first semester, till the beginning of the second semester. I think end of finals week is December 16th. Okay. So Not quite sure. But okay, so basically a month. Yeah. Yeah. And the next plan they have for spring semester is that we're going to start later so everyone has more time at home and then we don't get spring break okay you think they're going to have like a more in-depth testing policy then when you do come back from home considering that that's why they're shutting down possibly i have a feeling they will do that if covid cases go up again across the nation and in utah itself Okay, so um, yeah, I think right now I think Utah had over two thousand cases yesterday, and just in comparison, Oregon was about five hundred and fifty. So yeah, the cases of yeah. COVID in Utah is is spiking at this time. And from what I've heard, it's the theory right now is the reason why it's spiking in Utah is that more people are gathering in church settings. Yeah, Utah's a as of pretty, recently. Is it is campus in general pretty religious? Because Utah's a state's um, very religious. Yes and no. It just depends on who you talk to. I and guess who if you're you around. say there's a lot of out of state students, that might kind of lessen that. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Yeah. However, the out of state students, because we're not part of the church, and we're not going, we don't get the social aspect. So none of us have really met each other. Because there hasn't been any, like, student events, uh, sports. The howl was kind of canceled. Like, a few kids showed up, but that was it. Um, it's just a lot of things just haven't happened. So if you're not 
going to church or you're not part of a religious group, you don't meet anyone. So, like, I personally have met my roommates. Yeah, I'm going to, having gone to Utah State, I I would concur. And I'm going to guess that if you're not part, you know, part of the Mormon church, it's going to be difficult to meet people. And especially in COVID, where you're not able to really get out and do the social. So, hang in there. Hang in there. Things will get better. Mm Mm-hmm. I know. When spring comes around and I'm able to go and play in the snow, it'll be more fun. Uh, Great great skiing right there uh, in Logan Canyon. So you got a lot of places you can go and recreate and, and do some winter activities. Very true. Yeah. That don't just involve a hood of a truck and a running <laughs> vehicle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what do you, in general, I mean, you're not really getting necessarily the full Utah University experience uh, right now. Utah State. Utah State. My I don't goodness. know why I keep messing that up. Um, you're not really getting the full Utah State University experience right now due to COVID, but right now, what do you enjoy most about uh, your school? What I enjoy most about my school is how nice everyone is. Like, yes, you're not compelled to talk to people because everyone's wearing masks, but, like, if you do end up seeing someone, like, 40 feet away and you smile, they're going to smile and wave back. And um, when you're driving, people wave. It's yeah, do it's people in Utah know how to drive community. compared to Oregon? Everybody says that Oregon yes. drivers suck. I mean, I had one incident at a roundabout with an old man who had his blinker on the entire way around and didn't couldn't figure out how to get out. Was it my but... dad? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Does he drive a white SUV? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but... but compared to Oregon, yes, there are very good drivers here. Yeah, cause... And I enjoy it. Yeah, because people like who go to Montana for school or go to other states, like even just driving across the country, going to Wyoming or somewhere like that, you kind of begin to realize that Oregon drivers are really terrible, especially in winter. Conditions. Oregon drivers suck. Yeah, and I don't know why that I is. A, we make fun I of have California a feeling drivers. It's because but... our speed limits are traditionally so low. Yeah. Yeah. What are they in Utah? Uh, around sixty, sixty-five. Once you get to Nevada, 70. Once you get to Idaho, 80. Huh. That, yeah, that, that might have something to do with it. I guess if you're going faster, you might pay a little bit more attention. Um, so, Just a little bit more. So in the end, are you glad that you chose this university over any others, in-state or out-of-state? Yes. I am very glad I chose to come to out-of-state and come to Utah State. I'm kind of sad I didn't choose... Uh, Montana State University because they got snow really early this year and that would have been my highlight. Uh, give it but 20, we're supposed to get give snow. it twenty four hours. You're gonna have snow. Oh yeah, I know. We're supposed to get snow on my birthday, and I'm so happy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So does Utah University? Okay, Utah State University got it that time. Does Utah State University? Do they do any out of state, uh, you know, scholarships or things like that? Since you did say that there is a lot of out of state students. Yes. So Oregon, Washington, Idaho, Montana, and Utah, they have a Western Student Exchange Scholarship, which means that if you are awarded this scholarship, that you only pay 150% in-state tuition. Okay, so, so it's still more, me, but it's not as bad. 
So the in-state tuition on average is around $8,000, $9,000. The out-of-state is on average around 15000 maybe 20000 And so I only had to spend $9,000, no, 6000 because this year the tuition rates were lower for some reason. But I only spent $6,000 to come to school instead of the 10000 so That's a lot better then. A lot better. It's an amazing program. And uh, my brother also has the same program for the college he's going to in Montana. And uh, from as far as I know, they award it to, I think, around 50 to 100. It depends on how many students are coming in and how much money they can give out. Yeah. Yeah, as someone who is kind of looking at going to uh, college out of state, you definitely look at the average tuition. You're like, oh, that's not too bad. And then you click on the out-of-state option and you kind of – Definitely think twice about not getting out of Oregon because it can be a massive jump, sometimes twice or more. However, the amount that I paid to come here was so much less than paying in-state to go to OSU. Really? Just because uh, OSU is probably quite a bit bigger, isn't it? More of a... it. It's bigger, and I feel like it... I don't know. I don't know why... But when I was looking at the numbers, um, it was it was significant. It was about ten thousand dollars difference wow. on the averages, and I was not for that. I was just like, no. So probably in Oregon, my best bet would have been to go to Legrand. Ella, do you have the uh, daily scholarship? I have the Owsley. But. Uh... Yeah, I think that's probably a pretty easy choice to make then. If you get to go to out-of-state Utah where it's much more scenic, much more pretty, and as a state, probably quite a bit better than Oregon for $10,000 less. No, 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 I don't think so. You don't think so? Okay, well, agree to disagree, but yeah, that that sounds like a pretty easy decision. (laughs) Yep. For me, it was an incredibly easy decision to choose to come to Utah State than to go to either EOU or OSU. Yeah. The reason for this has literally nothing to do with money. The money was just the cherry on top. When my brother decided to come visit, and then I later decided to come visit a second time, each time I fell in love with the area and with the campus, and I, it felt right. Yeah. Is it, a, I can't, is it kind I, of I a to suburban setting, or is it a city? Um, it's a city. Okay. Um, there are two WalMarts, ten minutes from the college. It's I, insane. I, I think <laughs> I think Logan's about the same size as the Bend area, so you're looking at maybe 120 thousand. You know, probably I would, probably I would have to agree. smaller than Corvallis, bigger about the, like Corvallis, I think, smaller than Eugene though. Okay. Yeah. It, it is, and it's also. From the housing situation, I would say it is an upper middle class, lower upper class area besides the college students. Yeah. And I'm sure the population probably fluctuates quite a bit with the college students. I have a feeling it does, yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Ella. Well, do you have any final words of wisdom for seniors listening and thinking about choosing different colleges? For choosing colleges and scholarships. 
it is easier to decline a scholarship than it is. You can always decline a scholarship. You can always decline an acceptance to a college. So apply to as much as you can and then figure it out from there. Yeah. Don't just say, I'm going to this college, so I need to do these scholarships. And then if something doesn't work out, you need to stay closer or you need to go to somewhere else or it's a better deal. Then you have to rearrange everything and then you could have missed deadlines. So play the long game and then choose a specific area. And I do, I do want to say this it doesn't really have anything to do with scholarships or um, colleges, but for students taking college credit classes, take writing 101 and take writing 201 or whatever. Take the basic classes. Don't do what I do Justin. and take all the fun classes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did writing 121 and 122 last year, so I, oh, okay. I think I'm part of the way there. And I did it, and writing sucks. It does I am suck. freaking I agree. out. <laughs> it's not. It's not the greatest thing ever. <laughs> well, on that note. Uh, massive thank you for coming on the podcast, Ella, and taking time out of your busy schedule. Yeah, thanks, Ella. Uh, good visit with you. Thank you, you and, for thinking of me. And, and uh, uh, you're going to go to the game tonight. I think the game starts at four o'clock. Uh, the Aggies are playing Nevada, and they're zero and two and need a win. So maybe we I need to no show idea. up and cheer. I have a feeling I will be taking quizzes. Oh man, that doesn't sound near as fun. Not nearly as fun, yeah. no. But. Anyway, thanks for taking time out of your schedule for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate and would love to have you back later in the future. You've been listening to the Cowboy Talk podcast, which can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Podbean, along with being shared on the North Lake FFA Facebook page every time an episode is posted. Set up for, and once again, I'll definitely say it again, please share the podcast any way possible, whether it's word of mouth, social media, it's literally any way you can get this out and also leave us a five-star review on apple Podcasts so that more people can find it organically thanks for listening we'll talk to you next week